well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. I'm so glad you've joined the program today. Got a uh, great show for you. We've got a good decision, another good court decision, two days in a row. We get to talk about some good news on the program. I got to tell you, I like that. But before we uh, get to that good news, well, actually, I guess I've got a little more good news for you. Not only do we have a good legal case to talk about, but we've got a special offer for you as well. Do you miss President Trump? Well, if you do, you're not alone, and I'm coming to you with a very special offer that you do not want to miss. Now is your chance to enter to win one of six signed photos of President Trump. These were hand-signed by President Trump, and soon one could be hanging up in your home. When President Trump signed these photos, he wanted to make sure that all of his supporters had the chance to receive one, and now is your chance. All you have to do is text GUNS to 55404 today for your chance to win a beautiful photo of President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump signed by President Trump himself. By texting GUNS to 55404 right now, you'll also get exclusive double-entry activation for a limited time. Again, text GUNS to 55404 to have your name entered twice to win a hand-signed Trump photo. You don't want to miss this. Contest in soon. Paid for by the National Republican Senatorial Committee. All right, so the good news from the Illinois State Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Cook County, which, of course, you know, is the county in which Chicago, uh, city limits, uh, is at. They've had this tax on the books for, uh, I guess, since 2015 or so. A, a tax uh, on firearms and ammunition. Uh, back in 2012, I guess they passed their uh, Cook County Firearm Tax Ordinance. And then in 2015, that was the tax on guns. $25 per gun tax established in 2012. 2015, they go back and they revise their tax to include a tax on ammunition. Uh, five cents per round of centerfire ammunition. A penny per round of rimfire. And under these uh, ordinances, the taxes are supposed to fund operations related to public safety. But it's been very, very general as to where this money goes. So uh, a group called uh, Gun Save Life, which is a uh, Illinois-based Second Amendment group, along with um, Maxon Shooter Supplies and Indoor Range and a woman named Marilyn Smolinski, who is a Cook County resident, uh, all sued. Uh, alleging that these taxes violated their rights. Um, not only did they allege that the uh, firearm and ammo taxes facially violated the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, but they also argued that uh, they violated Article One, Section 22 of the Illinois State Constitution, which concerns the right to bear arms, as well as Article 9, Section 2 of the uh, Illinois State Constitution, which uh, is the Uniformity Clause. And it is on the uniformity clause that this case ultimately hinged. Um, this case bounced around. The uh, circuit court basically said, you don't have a case. These taxes are just fine and dandy. Uh, no problem whatsoever. Illinois State Supreme Court, however, came to a very different conclusion. Uh, we want to quote from the opinion here. They say, we agree that the ordinances here impose a burden on the exercise of a fundamental right protected by the Second Amendment. At its core, the Second Amendment protects the right of law-abiding citizens to keep and bear arms for self-defense. 
in the home. Uh, in McDonald versus City of Chicago, the U.S. Supreme Court stated that, quote, it is clear that the framers and ratifiers of the 14th Amendment counted the right to keep and bear arms among those fundamental rights necessary to our system of ordered liberty. So they disputed the idea put forth by Cook County that uh, the county can tax, you know, whatever product they want, and they're not going to run afoul of any sort of law. Again, the uh, or, or any constitutional right. And the Supreme Court disagreed, although they did not ultimately decide this case on Second Amendment grounds. They, they noted while the taxes do not directly burden a law abiding citizen's right to use a farm for self-defense, they do directly burden a law abiding citizen's right to acquire a farm and the necessary ammunition for self-defense. And they note a case called Illinois Association of Farmers Retailers versus the city of Chicago from 2014 which noted that the acquisition of firearms is a fundamental prerequisite to legal gun ownership. Yes, you've got the right to keep, you've got the right to bear, but if you don't have the right to acquire, well, the right to keep and the right to bear are meaningless, right? Oh, yeah, you can have a gun in your home. Yeah, you can even carry one for self-defense, but we, um, we're not going to let you buy one. Ha, there you go. How about that? I know your rights aren't being infringed because you only have the right to keep and you have the right to bear. That makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, the court says, quote, under the plain language of the ordinances, the revenue generated from the firearm tax is not directed to any fund or program specifically related to curbing the cost of gun violence, as was alleged by Cook County. Additionally, they say nothing in the ordinance indicates that the proceeds generated from the ammunition tax must be specifically directed to initiatives aimed at reducing gun violence. Thus, we hold that the tax ordinances are unconstitutional, not under the Second Amendment, but under the Uniformity Clause. And the Illinois State Supreme Court did a little sidestep. They, they, they said, well, we don't need to reach the Second Amendment issues because uh, the ammo uh, and gun tax fail under the uh, uniformity clause of the Illinois State Constitution. This was a 6 nothing decision, by the way, from the Illinois State Supreme Court. There was one judge who did not um, weigh in, but the other six judges all agreed to one degree or another that Cook County's gun and ammo tax cannot stand. Uh, there was a concurring opinion by Judge Michael Burke that is worth pointing out because he said, you know, I, I, I agree here with the decision, but I don't think it goes far enough. In fact, he wrote, quote, the majority's analysis is problematic because it leaves space for a municipality to enact a future tax, singling out gun and ammo sales, that is more narrowly tailored to the purpose of ameliorating gun violence. Specifically, the majority states that the tax ordinance fails to pass constitutional muster only because the relationship between the tax classification and the use of the tax proceeds is not sufficiently tied to the stated objective of ameliorating the cost that gun violence imposes on society. He says the majority then admonishes that revenue generated from the taxes is not directed at any initiative or program directed at curbing gun violence or reducing its costs. The only problem with the majority's approach, he writes, and the guidance it offers the county, is that such counsel, if followed, would still violate the provision of the Illinois Constitution noted above that plainly states that the right of the individual to keep and bear arms is subject only to the police power and not the power to tax. Thus, he writes, the majority is leading the county down a road of futility. So, in other words, the Illinois State Supreme Court may have offered a loophole, or what looks like a loophole, to Cook County. So, all right, you can go back. This gun and ammo tax, 
is gone. You, you can't enforce it. But if you were to go back and you were to narrowly tailor an ordinance, you would uh, have specific programs in mind that the uh, tax revenue would be uh, devoted to. Maybe, it sounds like the court said, maybe that would be okay. And uh, Judge Burke says, no, it would not be okay because it still runs afoul of the Illinois state constitution. Again, we're not even dealing right now with the federal bill of rights. We're not dealing with the second amendment. We're dealing with the right to keep and bear arms under the Illinois state constitution. Uh, And uh, Judge Burke says, even if you narrowly tailored a gun or ammo tax, you're still going to run into the same problem. Well, a slightly different problem. You're going to run into the problem that you don't have the authority to do this. Because the Illinois state constitution, again, as the judge said, makes it clear that uh, the right to keep arms is subject to the police power, but not subject to the taxing power. So it sounds like that judge is ready to declare that any or all uh, state-imposed or locally-imposed taxes on firearms ammunition may actually run afoul uh, of the law. Now, I suppose you can make the case that, you know, if we're talking about a sales tax, for instance, well, that's something that doesn't apply specifically to guns or ammo, right? You, 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 you're you paying sales tax on every product. But if there is a specific tax levied against gun owners who purchase ammunition or who purchase a firearm, sounds like Judge Burke says uh, that will not fly in the state of Illinois. Now, whether or not he can get a majority of his colleagues to go along, uh, if Cook County decides to uh, revamp and retool Their gun and ammo tax, I I mean, I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, But for now, anyway, Cook County's gun and ammo tax is off the books, thanks to a Supreme Court decision. And, and, you know, I know it's futile. I know it's not going to happen. But, again, I would love it if Cook County would use this as an opportunity to rethink its strategy in combating gun violence and maybe broaden their focus to violent crime altogether. Maybe pay more attention to those committing acts of violence as opposed to trying to deprive people of their right to keep and bear arms by levying additional taxes and fees. Then, of course, there's the Illinois State Police dragging its heels in terms of uh, processing applications for firearm owner ID cards and concealed carry licenses. I mean, look, Illinois is still a mess for gun owners, but it is um, slightly less of a mess for those gun owners living in Cook County. Thanks to the Illinois Supreme Court decision today. Now, let's see what they do about the firearm owner ID card, because that is another live issue before the Illinois State Supreme Court. The constitutionality of requiring individuals to obtain a government issued permission slip before they can keep a firearm in their home. Yeah, that that's still a live challenge. And as a matter of fact, a a circuit court judge earlier this year declared that actually, no, the FOIA card is unconstitutional, at least as it applies to having firearms in the home. So that case, something else that the uh, Illinois Supreme Court is going to have to deal with here before long. Uh, and I am keeping my fingers crossed that uh, maybe the court will decide that the Foyd card itself is an abridgment of the rights of Illinois residents. Uh, all right, let's turn our attention now to today's armed citizen story, our good deed of the day. And our recidivist report, we will start there. Story from the uh, Youngstown, Ohio Vindicator. Rapper gets probation and robbery. A long hearing centers around a uh, stolen necklace. Uh, So the um, rapper, 
in question here, uh, Holden Reigns Jr., who apparently was involved in a feud with a uh, another rapper named uh, Marlon Ostrom. Prosecutors filed a uh, aggravated robbery charge against Holden Reigns Jr. after they concluded that Reigns had stolen two necklaces from around Ostrom's neck and then assaulted him. So it's really not just about a necklace. It's also about a violent assault. Uh, back in 2019. What's interesting is that this is a case out of Youngstown, Ohio. Neither victim nor uh, suspect in this case are actually from Youngstown. They're both from uh, Newcastle, Pennsylvania. And I guess they had both been performing at this uh, nightclub back in November of 2019. Uh, it took almost 18 months between the time that Range was indicted in March of last year in uh, Reigns' guilty plea on August 13th, which allowed Reigns to plead down to simple robbery, uh, with a recommendation, by the way, that Reigns go to prison for up to three years. So that was the that was the deal. He pleads guilty. Some of these charges are dismissed, but the recommendation is still that Reigns is going to do three years of prison time. Well, he had a sentencing hearing on Wednesday. And Judge Anthony Donofrio of Mahoney County Common Police Court sentenced Reigns to three years of probation and zero days in prison. He also must spend four to six months in a Community Corrections Association of Youngtown treatment program. He has to undergo substance abuse counseling. He has to pay restitution for the stolen chains. The court even acknowledged that since this incident has taken place, Reigns and Ostrom have continued to harass each other. In fact, he said it caused him to consider holding both men in contempt of court. I gotta say, I'm struggling to find out why the or to, 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 to figure out why the judge dealing with an individual accused of a violent crime, an individual who has allegedly continued to harass the victim throughout this legal process, pleads guilty to robbery. Prosecutor recommends three years in prison. And the uh, judge turns around and uh, says, no, not going to do it. Uh, instead, three years probation. Said he saw a, quote, lack of maturity on the part of uh, both Reigns uh, and the victim. Yeah. I guess. I mean, Mr. Reigns is 32 years old. I would say that, that yeah, his behavior does indicate a uh, lack of maturity. But he's still a legal adult. He's still responsible for his actions, though apparently not in the criminal justice system. Uh, today's armed citizen story, Harris County, Texas, where police say a man shot a would-be robber uh, several times uh, in a... Um, attempt to defend his life. This was uh, Wednesday morning, about 11.30 in the morning, broad daylight. Police say the 24-year-old victim was walking home from a job interview uh, when a white Ford Transit van with two guys pulled up next to him. Victim said the uh, one guy got out of the passenger side of the vehicle and approached him with a gun. Deputies say the victim then pulled out a gun of his own and shot the suspect several times before the driver of the van sped off, leaving the passenger who was shot laying there in the road. Uh, David Woodruff, who's a minister at a local church, said he heard a loud sound. He said, we went and we opened the door and we looked out and there's a man laying in the street, another man standing with a gun in his hand. Suspect transported to the hospital in critical condition. Deputies say the victim in this case not injured. 
Uh, police are continuing to investigate, but right now, this appears to be a, a case of self-defense. We will keep our eyes peeled for any additional information. But uh, yeah, it appears like this was a, a justifiable shooting. Uh, this individual walking over from a job interview in fear of his life when he was uh, held up at gunpoint, thankfully, again, in a position where he was able to protect and defend himself. Finally today, our good deed of the day from Deland, Florida, where an off-duty officer helped to prevent a potential kidnapping of a 10-year-old girl. According to the Volusia County Sheriff's Office, the 10-year-old girl had just gotten off of a school bus when she was approached by a 60-year-old man named Daniel Turner. Deputies say he asked the girl to get in his car, telling her that, quote, he was not a pervert or weird and would take care of you or take care of her. Which is kind of a big red warning sign, right? When a uh, strange 60-year-old man walks up to a 10-year-old girl and says, I'm not a pervert or a weirdo, I just want to take care of you. That's ah, kind of a sign you're at least weird. Right? An off-duty DeLand police officer was driving by. Just driving by. And he saw Daniel Turner leaning out of the window of his vehicle to speak with the girl. She's trying to get away. And the officer thought, okay, this is weird. So he turns around. And as he turned his car around, Turner then took off. Neighbor said um, he did a U-turn, went back, the car took off. He, meaning the officer, asked the, uh, the girl what was going on. She said, this guy tried to get me in his car. And when you pulled up, he took off. Neighbor said, a good thing for the police officer who was off duty at the time. He more or less saved that little girl. But deputies found Daniel Turner down the street. Uh, according to officers, he denied anything untoward had happened. Um, actually, at one point saying, are you bleeping kidding me? It's unclear whether or not uh, Turner uh, is facing any official charges at this point. Uh, but again, uh, who knows what could have happened had the uh, off-duty officer not been in the right place at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing. And just in case any kids who might be watching need a reminder of this, uh, don't talk to strangers, don't get in the cars, and if uh, somebody walks up to you and says, I'm not a pervert, I'm weird, or weird, I just want to take care of you, don't let them. Yeah, go find an adult that you know and tell them about it quickly. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. I do appreciate you being a part of the show, as always. Don't forget to check out BearingArms.com, where we've got even more of the latest Second Amendment news and information for you to peruse at your leisure. If you like what you see, you can always become a VIP member. You can use a promo, a promo code GUNS to get 25% off of your VIP membership. And as our way of saying thanks, you're going to get exclusive news stories, commentary, stuff you won't find anywhere else, because we really do appreciate your support. It means a lot. It helps us do programs like this each and every day. So thank you to all of our VIP members out there. We will be back on Monday with another uh, dose of Bearing Arms Cam and Company. Hope you have a great weekend. Until we talk again, be well, be safe, and be free. <laughs>